this is Jonah Ray, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. Shippity bop, boop bop, beep da bop. If this is gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Kneel down. Out here, just a little bit strange. Shut up. Trip it out. Shit. Get off the cross, dude. It gets a lot colder. Hang with your friends. Hey, all right. Thanks for tuning in to Jonah Ray Dio. I guess this is my uh, one of my sayings. That's your that, catchphrase. Uh, that intro. Yeah, you're always saying that. Um, that was from Ian Hamilton, uh, submitted that, uh, not but, bad. Uh, not bad. It did sound like when I first heard it, I was like, wait, I, it, you know, took, it was an uncanny Valley situation. Um, Patrick cash Hartzell is here. How you doing cash? I'm good. How are you? Good. Neil, you, I, I thought we were using government names. Now you called him Patrick. You know why I, I I messed up because it's uh, I'm looking at the uh, the wave the the thing we're recording oh. on it says uh, Cash's first name. And yeah. I was just wondering, do you want to give up my social security number too? Jeez, what your name is somehow secret? I'm not sure. I'm not yes, sure that I don't think so. <laughs> don't call me by my secret name. Sorry, you're, you're yeah. That's that's your uh, that's your Northern California name. Yes, when I need to go back underground. Yeah. <laughs> um how you guys doing? How are you guys holding up? Everything good? Everything's good. Yeah, yeah everything's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um and the continuing saga of my truck problems. I walked six miles yesterday to and from the mechanic shop. And uh they still don't uh have it fixed. But So wait, did you just walk there without calling them, assuming that it would be done? No, I, I drove it there, dropped it off, walked home two miles, then got a call saying it'll be ready at two. And I said, okay, waited till three, walked there, wasn't done. And I found Ooh. out my truck is Canadian. Whoa, <laughs> what? Yeah. Congratulations, buddy. Yeah, How that seemed like a dream for you. Yeah, Canadian-made Ford Ranger. And uh, American-made heavy-duty brake pads don't fit it. Um, actually, Neil, if it's Canadian-made, it's not a Ford Ranger. It's a Ford Mountie. <laughs> oh, God. Go hang yourself. Um, Neil, real quick, <laughs> uh, you sound like you're on the phone. I do? Shit. Wait, doesn't it, it doesn't sound as high fidelity as it normally does. <clears throat> okay? uh, it's, it, sounds, it does sound a little phony, but... Uh, well, Anything's better than the, uh, the the trombone we had. Oh, last. shit, yeah. Hold on. It's using my blue, my <laughs> headphone mics. How's that? Better? Worse? High fidelity? Yeah. Uh, it's the same. It's about the same. Yeah. That's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get... Uh... <laughs> Neil used to be my smartest friend. Um, we're going <laughs> to... How about you, Jonah? How was your week? It's fine. It's fine. Yeah? Yeah, um, I uh, I think I had a had a, had a rough patch of ennui, um, oh. and uh, and that's that's bound to happen, I guess. But uh, I don't know. Um, 
we're, we're recording this on a Wednesday. This will be coming out on a Friday. So maybe mm-hmm. I'll feel better by the time this is up and I'll listen to it and feel good. Yeah, <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll listen to it and go like, what was I thinking back then? Yeah, what was I like? Oh, so, so full of so full of hope no that's not it that's mm-hmm. not the word um potatoes yes yeah uh we're gonna take a break real quick uh to get into some uh, 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 uh a couple songs one is by a uh, submitted song by ian hamilton the guy who did that uh intro um and then right after that we're gonna go into um a uh a, a band called the adam age uh, with the song it's a mess but with that uh the first one the ian hamilton one he made a bunch of songs about uh like how to sing to your cat and so this is one of those <laughs> so songs much, and uh oh, okay all right sorry hit it a little no this is one of those songs just play the two songs. and you love you so much but please don't put so your cat butt in my face it's not very nice so please don't put your cat butt in my face Turn around, not in my face. It's a mess. Yeah, that's a great, 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 great song. Um, and it's uh, it's on um, 
Asian Man Records. You can get that over there, Asian Man Records. Um, so, Cash. Yes, sir. I, I love yeah, I think, you. I, you know, I know we, we tightly script this show, and mm-hmm. I, oh, I so know you're like, thinking, everything's really rehearsed. You're thinking that it's time for the what's and who's of music of news. What, so? Oh, yeah! Oh. were you adding to the uh the fidelity of that track with your voice yeah we're we're we're, we got a lot of tracks this week so i had to play it off my phone so i was like well of course it needs a little little extra bass line right there yeah can you you give that can can you give us some more i want to hear some more of that uh almost like when that guy from red cross put down bass on uh white stripes uh songs uh let's (laughs) give give us some of that feel free to experiment and do your own thing with it let's try it again do you want the you want the all right we'll get a little Oh no, that was that. I screwed up. I'm sorry. That last part was too far. I was trying to add a little. You're getting, you're getting a little funky there. Yeah, yeah. You know those Irish boys. They can only put up with so much funk. Yeah, yeah that's true. The lining um, giving you the evil eye. <laughs> um. All right. It is time for the whys and who's of music news. Neil is still phoning in from prison. That's why he sounds a bit different. Why? Um, I don't know why it sounds different. I'm doing everything the same. I actually switched. Out you- of my- <laughs> we don't want you doing anything the same that you normally do. Wah, wah, wah. Fuck off. <laughs> um, what were we going to say, Cash? I was just going to say he's just mad because his hair got stuck in his house. He hasn't had a haircut really? in a while. That's. Uh... Oh. I found my first uh, gray hair. Really? How's about that? Yeah, just one, kind of, uh, kind of off to the side, just there. I want more. Oh, on your head. More. On my head, yes. Yeah. I had Not one on anywhere my chin else. In high school. What's that? I had one on my chin in high school. Yeah, I got a couple on my chin. Uh, but I'm, I've been waiting for it on my head is what I, what I, that's what I've been wanting. I just, I just um, looked in the mirror the other day, discovered I had a whole swath. Like there's just a, I got like a Mr. Fantastic on one side, but only on one side. <laughs> I'm still we waiting the for gym. my first one. Yeah, no, yeah. you'll get there. You'll get you'll, there, bud. You'll find it someday blowing in the wind. So guys, you know how we talked about how Kurt Cobain's, guitar from the unplug session was going to be auctioned off mm-hmm. sure. well it's sold for over six million dollars jesus christ to peter friedman from road microphones uh it's oh. a new world record for a guitar at an auction uh the previous holder was a stratocaster owned by pink floyd's david gilmore which went for 3.95 million really that's crazy. No. What's he got? Is it like going to be like a something they have in the lobby or something? It's got to be right Probably, for a microphone yeah. company. But if you ask me and Indiana Jones, it belongs in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next man. to a statue of Christopher Columbus, Robert E. Lee, <laughs> Can you Andrew imagine? Jackson. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, uh, Indiana Jones rock and roll uh, Hall of Fame artifact hunter. <laughs> yeah, it's just him <laughs> hanging out with douchebags. Yeah, it's like rock and roll Jeopardy. It's just like still Indiana Jones being Indiana Jones, but he's looking for like Keith Moon's kick drum. I heard I heard a rumor there was a Coke spoon in here that uh, belonged to Led Zeppelin on the 73 tour. Um, so Joel Schumacher, uh, uh, director and pederast, um, recently uh, lost his battle to cancer. Uh, and there was an outpouring of support and speculations. Uh, but one of the people that um, said wanted to say thank you to Joel Schumacher for saving his career was Seal, because uh, as we all know, uh, Seal uh, that he used a Seal song in a he used Kiss from a Rose. Um, oh yeah, that's right. In a Batman, in, right? And uh, yeah, in one of the Batman movies, Forever, um, I believe. Yeah, Batman Forever, exactly. Yeah, and he says it. Uh, it, it, it the song had been out for a bit, but it's, it found new life because of that, and. He said it saved his career, which is uh, it became a global smash, hitting number one in the U.S. and it remains Seal's biggest hit. Um, and uh, and so, you know, what's uh, he said? This is what Seal says: uh, the reality of the situation is that nobody knew except, I guess, for Joel, who had faith in the song. We didn't re-record the song. We didn't do a different edit of it. The only thing that was different is that he made a decent video for it. He called me over to the studio and said, "Look, I've got some bits and bobs left over from shooting." I'll stick you in front of the bat light and then put a cape on you and I'll make a video. He'd even charge me for it. He said, I love the song so much. Subsequently, kids uh, thought I was Batman because the song was so big. I owe my career in large part, I guess, to Joel Schumacher, who took a chance, who took a song that was always a good song, but kind of an unconventional one. So I wasn't so it wasn't immediately palatable. But the difference was that everyone who went to see the movie when they came out of the theater, the last thing they heard was baby. And I guess it kind of stuck. Uh, MTV were forced to play the video because it had excerpts from the movie. And that's all down to Joel Schumacher. If you guys aren't really sure which song we're talking about, here's a uh, clip of uh, Seal's Kiss from a Rose. You might remember that one, right? Yeah. one is the best one yeah that is, of course is kiss from a rose by seals by actual seals, seals. Yes, yes exactly uh from seals and cross yes uh, um i so, even, i knew that was coming and i still enjoyed that yes yeah uh thanks for not spoiling it for neil mm-hmm. um hey. so recently uh there was a uh ill-attended rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma for a politician that is running for re-election. And in that uh, rally, they use I Won't Back Down uh, from Tom Petty. Mm. And uh, quickly, uh, the Tom Petty estate said Tom Petty would never want a song of his used for a campaign of hate. It is my, it's my favorite thing when 
these uh, politicians use songs that like it's like and they never they're never allowed to the, the, like the songs that they use they like they can use it's like Trump's not going to use a Kid Rock song he's not going <laughs> to use a Nuge he's not going to play something from the Nuge yeah Wang Dang Doodle they, nothing nothing yeah, there they play, yeah exactly they play Springsteen <laughs> they play Springsteen they play Petty they play like all these songs where the the, the artists like Queen they play Queen like Queen doesn't care about what you have to say no yeah they should go they should really lean into it and just do like pete seeger and um <laughs> yeah, another guy rage against yeah. the machine i guess would be one yeah i, I want to say um, joni mitchell but it's not her it's the other one uh, that one no uh, not joni mitchell uh, never mind folk artist 60s look it up gotcha not my job <laughs> yes it is you have to speak oh, I got to pre, pre look up these references that I'm gonna be surprised by. Yeah, uh, but um, uh, the 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 uh, the state said both the late Tom Petty and his family stand against racism and discrimination of any kind. Tom Petty would never want a song used for a campaign of hate. He liked to bring people together. Tom wrote the song for the underdog, for the common man, and for everyone. We want to make it clear that we believe everyone is free to vote as they like, think as they like, but the Petty family does. Uh, doesn't stand for this. We believe in America. We believe in democracy. But Donald Trump isn't representing the noble uh, ideas of either. Wow, that's a powerful yeah. statement. I yeah. did like how yeah, they yeah. they they put down like neither Tom Petty nor his family are a fan of this because they, they're like <laughs> they're both of them. But what if it was like you know what Tom Petty really wouldn't have liked that. We're okay with it, but we have to respect his wishes. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't work as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's exactly. uh, we're, we're all we're all against this except for Uncle Steve. Let's uh, let him have his moment here. Yeah. So yeah, you can yeah. you can play the open of "Won't Back Down," but that's it. No lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Petty's extended family from uh, Florida, I'm sure, <laughs> were very stoked. Um. <laughs> But it's uh, it's just it happens every time they use it and then they get in trouble. Yeah. It's like you know, yeah. it's such a bummer. Um, Going back to Reagan. Yeah. What did he use? He used he "Born using? in the USA." In the USA. And, that's and right. That's right. It did not realize it was an anti-Vietnam song. <laughs> yeah, and it was like number two on the charts at the time. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, Cash Neil. Yes. What? Cash, our, our uh, in-studio producer, and Neil phoning in from uh, Kandahar Penitentiary in upstate oh. New York. Uh, <laughs> Maybe this microphone broke. I think it did. Um, if I were to tell you uh, that there was a bunch of uh, people that like uh, did a cover of When the Saints Go Marching In uh, to uh, benefit uh, the Preservation Hall uh, jazz band's live stream benefit show, um, and you, I would say, like Dave Grohl's in there, Paul McCartney is in there, um, wow. and uh, Elvis Costello's in there. Um, uh, it, who would you think would be the weak link? Mm. Justin Bieber. He of the ones you part of this, of the ones you mentioned, of the ones I mentioned. Yeah. I, I can't see Paul McCartney jazzing it up very well. I, I've, I've heard Elvis Costello play jazz before. And Dave Grohl seems like he's 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 pretty. So I'm going to say Paul McCartney. 
Neil? Um, we, I got to choose from the names you listed, or I, th I thought we were adding a name. No, I said of those names I mentioned, who do you think okay, would be the weak link? It's not Justin Bieber. Very funny. Okay. Um, what were the names again? <laughs> okay, it, never mind. It's Paul McCartney. Play the thing. This is Paul McCartney on the trumpet. Yeah. On the trumpet. Why is he playing the trumpet? Be bad, but it goes on to be. This feels like something I would have like made, like like made up to like be bad. Yeah. Uh, but then it like it, it does get going eventually when he when he stops. Like they should have just brought him down the mix a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he's like a seventy-six-year-old guy trying to fucking blow, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure he tried blow in the eighties. Yeah. We all heard McCartney too. <laughs> that is some that, confidence. There's your Elvis Costello. That was some Elvis Costello coming in right there. There you go. Um, yeah. He. That's cool. It's it's nice to be a Beatle and have the confidence that music needs to do what you say it does. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I play trumpet now, and music's like, all right, cool, yeah, you play trumpet. Just gonna do a little trumpy trumpy, little boop 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 boop. Wait, boop, you, boop, boop. you wrote Here Comes the Sun? All right, yeah, I guess we'll work. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, nothing, you know, it's just a little doobie doobie doo, pa 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 pa, pa pee pa pee, here comes the sun, little darling, you know, just a little doobie doo. <laughs> he thinks he's like Aquaman and he has dominion over all instruments. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's an instrument that's just invented. Oh, let me get on that. Ooh, this is so... The inventor. I didn't even know it could make that sound. Wow. <laughs> he's holding it wrong. <laughs> yes, yeah, he's holding it upside down. What a genius. Um, so uh, remember uh, a little bit ago when uh, Kid Rock's big-ass honky-tonk and rock-and-roll steakhouse in Nashville defied the city's... Uh, order of uh closing the space due to COVID-19 you know the little yeah. thing we're going through right now yeah uh well uh in the past week as Nashville has gradually reopened a photo circulated where the big ass honky tonk and rock and roll steakhouse was filled to capacity this picture is insane it is a huge open space bar it is packed to the gills not a mask in sight mm -hmm. Well, and it's uh, and it's and it's like really upsetting. It's really, really upsetting to see this. But the best part is the result. Oh, one, maybe a lot of those people got sick. I don't know that. That's speculation. Two, Kid Rock's bar loses beer license for five days after disregarding Nashville's COVID nineteen restrictions. Wow, bar has fourteen days to appeal the ruling. 
And so th- I think that that's like a slap on the wrist, but it's, uh, you know, it ter- turns out they were in violation of two points of the order. The state's bars areas must remain close to the public. No interaction with the public is allowed and alcohol can only be served at tables and booths. This place is fucking packed with people standing next to each other. God damn. Whoops. Yeah. The bar co-owner, Steve Smith, so told the Tennessean, um, the Nashville government is like communist. They've got us behind a Berlin wall. We met with Mayor Cooper and the doctors weeks ago and explained how having bar service is safer than table service. They're doing everything they can to put us out of business. The state of Tennessee is already in phase four, and they're talking about holding us in phase two. It's against our constitutional rights. I do. I do remember Thomas Thomas Jefferson being very clear on what phase two was and what phase four was. That's in Hamilton, guys. Yeah. It's in Hamilton. It's in Hamilton, <laughs> where it's like uh, Alexander Hamilton, big ass honky tonkin rock and roll steak house, right? <laughs> ba with the ba, the bang, the bang, diggy, diggy. Freedoms. Freedoms. Uh, well, we do one of these days we should do a game of where we have to like we all have to come up with three uh, obnoxious, uh, obnoxious, you know, musician themed bars. <laughs> That's a good and idea. Some right. menu items. Yeah. Um, but uh, but I don't think any of us are in the mental state to riff some gold right now on those. <laughs> no, we'll do it. We'll do it next week. Yeah, we'll do it next I'm sure week. there'll uh, be an update on uh, Kid Rock's dump. Good, good point. Good point. Um, so, who's typing? I am. I'm writing that down. That's a good idea. Oh, great, great. Uh, <laughs> Maybe next time keep a pen nearby. Yep, good yeah. call. <laughs> Dear diary. Oh, my diary's um, all audio these days. I'll, I'll yeah, cut some in. Uh, yay. Uh, so... I'm not sure if you guys know this, but Rick Astley of uh, Never Going to Give You Up fame uh, is a big fan of the Foo Fighters. Uh, oh, he's actually really? uh, he's actually gone up to uh, like play with them at an um, at a festival once, where um, they go up and they're like, "It's like we're going to play an old Nirvana song," and they start to play "Smells Like Teen Spirit," and then of course they go into "Never Going to Give You Up." They they oh. Rick rolled live the audience, <laughs> um, but uh, recently in quarantine, uh, Rick Astley. Um, uh, did a uh, cover of uh, Everlong by the Foo Fighters, and we have a little clip of it here if you want to play some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you just have to find a song that's going to uh, lift your spirits. And Does he live in a church? Place. And uh, <laughs> I've been doing that a lot recently with music. So and, his uh, microphone must be broken. I don't fucking know. Foo Fighters. So uh, here we go. Here's my version of a song of theirs called Everlong. I got into a terrible car accident to the acoustic version of this song that was being played on Calm down, 
and waste away with me down with me they uh, just, it sounds like his voice is kind of like uh, it's a bit of that like um you know that late late era new grunge where it was like put through a processor yeah and it was just like uh it was a I'm saying, oh, well, no, never gonna give you up. <laughs> Poor guy, he's always uh, but, thinking uh, about yeah. loss. Yeah, uh, he said, um, uh, I would be uh, well up for releasing this maybe for a charity one day. Uh, the amount of people who say they should have a bigger fish to fry, and also it uh, feels like it's in the moment, but um, yeah, it's a it, you know, what it was a bit too close to the original for me to really uh say yeah. it was a good cover. It does. It does sound almost exactly like that acoustic cover you mentioned, which yeah, was, I um, I do think it's p- played almost as much as the regular version on radios. Yeah, which you just did in studio, right? Yeah, I think so. And he, well, that kind of like goes that he to didn't really like. Go ahead. No, no, go for it. Oh, he he didn't like feign an American accent for it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So, um, I wonder though, I like that. it's like, and this this goes to the thing. It's like we all love covers on this show, but um, do we do we actually really like renditions more than we like actual like covers? And is there what's the difference there? Oh, that's an interesting thing. I think a cover is almost more literal, where rendition is like you change it up to suit your strengths as opposed to the original song's original strengths. I- I agree. Because, yeah. like, there's Very good that 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 was obviously a cover. What what would you think of as like a rendition? Um, like a popular... um, real big fishes take on me. That uh-huh. is that is true. Um, just about any ska rendition, I guess you you would say. <laughs> oh, Cash, you would have version of just got paid. That's yeah. true. I yeah. like a. There was a band I, I was maybe going to play it, but it was just it wasn't very good. I can't remember that as a metal band was doing a, like an eight minute long cover of Purple Rain, and it was just it was just kind of heavy, but not enough, and it was just real droned out. And it was it was a rendition that played to the band strengths, but like didn't really capture. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. It's it's almost like capturing the spirit, right? Yeah, I yeah I think so. What walk yeah. this way by Run DMC? I think that's a there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, uh, what do we, we take a? Is it time to? Yeah, let's, let's take, take a, a little uh, song, song and uh, ad break. Yeah. What should we yeah. spin here? Um, let's play uh, o- uh, Ogi Bu- uh, Sorry, Ogi Kubo Station. Um. Uh, uh, okay, Kubo Station, uh, would I break my heart enough for you? All right. Here we go, and we'll hear some monologues from me about stuff.
BlueChew.com. That's right. If you like sex, you'll love BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. At BlueChew.com, you get the first chewables with the active ingredients Solendophil or Tilatophil, which are the same active ingredients as in Viagra or Cialis. BlueChew.com affiliated physicians work with you to find the dosage and active ingredient that is best for you. Chewables can work faster. The chewables from BlueChew.com can be taken on a full or empty stomach. So, you know, first thing in the morning or after a big meal. Online Physicians Consult is free, so it's cheaper than those other two, Viagra and Cialis. And it only takes a few minutes to connect with a BlueChew.com affiliated physician. And if you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. No in-person doctor visit, no awkward conversation, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It ships directly to Dior. In discreet packaging, the chewables from BlueChew.com are made in the USA. BlueChew.com gives you confidence in bed every time. You and your partner will love it. Chew it and do it. What a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code Jonah. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code Jonah. Guys, it's Cash. Back to you again to talk about Harry's. Uh, I was just talking about this at work yesterday. I uh, went from a guy that needs a big puffy beard in order to feel comfortable to a guy that needs to cut it down uh, every regularly uh, because it. Uh, I need to breathe under my mask because uh, I'm out there wearing a mask for about nine hours every day. And a longer beard means it's harder to breathe through the mask. So if you're one of those folks that uh, goes out and works with a mask on, you need Harry's. Um, it, it's uh, a way to keep yourself going. Uh, you can get a Harry's trial set delivered to your doorstep by going to harrys.com slash Jonah. That's a special offer for our, our listeners. Harry's is a return to the Essential, quality, durable blades at a fair price, just $2 per blade. They've cut out the middleman manufacturing blades in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century, which means you get incredibly high quality blades at factory direct prices. Plus, you don't have to go to a store and go to that razor aisle where everything's locked up and ask for it. It just comes directly to your door. Harry's is super convenient. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. In this particularly challenging time, Harry's is doing some good stuff. 1% of proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better health care for men and veterans. And to help support those who need it right now, Harry's is donating $1 million worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the U.S. They also need to be clean shaven because they're wearing a lot of protect protective gear. Well, for an exclusive offer for our listeners, listeners of our show, Jonah Radio, can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash Jonah. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, a five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab and let go. Remember, guys, uh, just a little bit of stubble can be the difference between breathing right and uh, having it slowed down, and everybody should be breathing right this time. So go to harrys.com slash Jonah to start shaving better today. Okay, all right. I hope you enjoyed those ads and that song by Elgi Kubo Station. Uh, would I break... <laughs> 
my heart enough for you also available on oh cash did you you okay yep a little coffee down the wrong pipe yeah i'm good oh buddy oh that's that's a that's that burns that sucks um all right uh moving on with uh you know recently we did a um a music news segment about uh uh some uh illegal uh raves that happened in the uh in Mm -hmm. england um and um we talked about uh like how dumb it was and all these people raving sweating you know like spreading the disease um but we got a uh one of our listeners um uh, Steve in Sheffield uh, gave us a little uh, 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 listener mail about. Oh, really? Uh, so this is a little letter to the editor uh, um, where he says, uh, "Evening, fellas. Long time listener, occasional time emailer. Love the show, especially during lockdown. Most of the podcasts have really taken a downward turn with the remote records, but you guys have bucked the trend. Yeah. Uh, especially enjoyed the end of this week with Neil giving cash advice on where to hold the mic. Gave me a good chuckle." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I want to drop you a message about the two raves in quotations in uh, Manchester the other weekend that were mentioned in Music Niss. Uh, digging around into the story of the Manchester parties, the bell ends uh, that put them on were charging 30 pounds uh, entry, and the music was shite. Um, this, tweets, this tweet sums it up best. Someone tweeted uh, because, like, they had there was video of people dancing to some music, and uh, someone said, since when has listening to now that's what I call music 2004 been a oh. rave? Oh, uh, but the UK sound system community, which I guess is what these uh, has spoken up about the Manchester rave and another dance that happened in Bristol and says, and he says, please don't think they are representative of rave culture in the UK. Illegal raves are very much still a thing in the UK. Normally happening each weekend, somewhere in a remote rural location or warehouse, these free parties are well attended with uh, good people. Always a few knobheads in my experience. This is England, after all. Uh, the cops sometimes show up, uh, but the rules are don't let anyone hurt themselves, tidy your rubbish, and put your fires out. This past weekend was the summer solstice, and it's been hot. This usually means free parties everywhere around the country so the crusties can get out and dance. There was a rumor of one of happening where I live in Sheffield where the local sound system crews found out that it was out-of-towners. They mobilized and blocked off all the usual free party spots, making sure the chancers didn't put on a party that was going to be another shit show like in Manchester. Anyway, not really sure what the point of this writing is. I guess it's hot and I can't sleep. So I thought about dropping you a message. Just wanted to share some context to the Manchester raves and how they go against the free party sound system community's ethos. Thanks again for the show. It's been keeping me sane these last few months. No mean feat. Uh, I wish I had some music to recommend. Uh, so if there's something useful that comes out of this email, but stay safe and keep up the great work, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Um, who does a show called The Night Train, Sundays 9 p.m. But um, uh, yeah, it's uh, that's that, I that I like that email, and it's uh, I, I like that that that's not indicative of it, and I like that there are like the I like that there's ethos yeah. in that in that. Yeah, they, as well. it seems like they're uh, they're taking care of it. Yeah. Have you ever been to a legit rave cat? No, not really. When I was in college, there were there used to be a bunch at the LA Sports Arena. Um, it was right when it was sort of coming out of the shadows a little bit. And I had roommates but that went, but I, I could never I just It was that a sports arena? Yeah, the LA the LA Sports Arena down by um the the stadium. It's not a huge arena, uh, but it's 
doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like a a legit underground i mean it sounds a bit too much like a legit yeah like yeah it doesn't it sounds like that was for the the not the the bell ends and not well these i i mean the thing that i remember about those is it was kind of it wasn't before the internet but it was before like the internet 2.0 so they always had like crazy flyers that were always cut out in different Mm. like you know there was one that looked like the cheshire cat and there was one that looked like a big it was it mostly shaped like Dr. Seuss stuff, but it was, yeah, um, <laughs> but it was just like these crazy flyers with just lists and lists of DJs and stuff like that. But I was not, uh, yeah. uh, I, I, I was, I just couldn't get into the music, um, for the most part. I didn't, mm-hmm. I guess I didn't do the drugs that broke me through. Um, it's, yeah. it's okay. Now I hear a little bit of it now. Um, a bunch of the people I work, we have like a closing mix at work. And a bunch of people uh, at work are really into it, and so I'm hearing some stuff, and it's okay. But it's like any like any kind of music or genre. They're they're always going to be you know actually good you know aspects of it that can yeah. cross over. But the this like I I listen to it like I never would have thought I listened to like something like Tycho, but I listen to Tycho all yeah. the time now. Um. Yeah. yeah there's 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 definitely some stuff and there's definitely some cream that rises to the top but um i i was actually thinking about it last night as i was i was listening to it and i was just thinking about how and it's something we've sort of discussed in the past as, as sort of a theme on the show where we've talked about like um the younger people are the less they see distinction between music's genres and stuff like that mm-hmm. like we, we were yeah. definitely we belonged to certain subcultures when we were growing up and for a long time and you would look at it and you're like this is the only music that matters but thinking about that sort of european take on it where it's just like no there's dance music and there's you, you're you're more of a participant in a lot of different scenes these days and even just the younger people at work yeah. have been through that have been through sort of they've participated in different scenes and feel like they can come to all of them together. Whereas I think sort of as an older person, you're sort of like, well, I never got into that. So I'm not really into it now sort of thing. Yeah. Well, life is now a mixtape. It's a playlist. It is. Ever changing. You can update it anytime you want. Um, Neil, are you there? Uh, He is. His line has gone dead. Um, I am going okay. to kick him and reinvite him, but we're going to keep recording. Sounds good. Um, oh yeah, he was, he's been in the chat room, uh, saying my line has gone dead. Hey guys, hey guys, hey guys, hey guys. Yeah. Whoopsie. Whoopsie we were just, <laughs> you know what? You were being so interesting. You were being so interesting that I didn't even notice Neil. Wasn't yeah. There. I was, I was fascinated by what you were saying too. <laughs> We didn't make fun of each other once at a time. This is we. Can you imagine how close we'd be? He'll poison the well, Mahoney. Can you imagine how close we'd be if we'd just been hanging out the two of us for the last fifteen years? You know when I when I was listening uh, when I was listening back um, to last week's episode, there is a part where you can't hear Neil say, "I smell so bad." (laughs) Neil, hey, there he is. Hey, there he is. All right, and you're all recording, Neil? And you recorded that last part, too? The last, like... The, what do you mean? No, it I just know, kicked like, me out. The, the, I, the, the I, thing I, upload? I, Should we have it? 
we will we will find out uh when we, when we hit the end but okay anyway neil you sound much better now your mic sounds much better okay great problem did, solved did problem solved it? did you it change it when we were listening it's to the song blue snowball now um it's a uh, bluetooth uh, wait headphones. what did it say before oh yeah maybe that was that the was the problem that's what we said you uh, even said it yeah, well, well, I switched it on my end, but maybe the... You guys remember this from earlier? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, earlier this month, and we played this before, uh, 10-year-old musician Nandi Bushell went viral for her rendition of Rage Against the Machine's Gorilla Radio, playing all the instruments uh, on the song, and it caught the attention of Rage Against the Machine guitarist Tom Morello, uh, who approved of it, uh, saying, well, now we are on the right track. Uh, and then he took it a step further... And um, sent her a video. Uh, it's not scary, don't worry. So, do you want to go in the front room? Yeah. Hey, Nandy, this is uh, Tom Morello, and I'd like you to have this guitar as a gift from me to you because you rock so great. And to see someone rocking so great who is so young, it really gives me hope for the future. Uh, I didn't start playing guitar until I was 17 years old, so you are way super far ahead of me and look forward to hearing uh, a lot more of your music in the future. And, and uh, you've got a lot of soul, and here's a little soul power to go with it. All right. Keep it up. <laughs> what do you think? Isn't that nice? That's awesome. Yeah, and she's so she's just so like speechless. Yeah, you know, she's just so like blown away by it. And it's so funny to hear Tom Morello trying really hard to like not say certain things. Like he was clearly trying not to swear, <laughs> and he was gonna say "you rock so hard," but you you, you can clearly tell that yeah. he like "you rock so great" because rock saying you a little girl rocks hard <laughs> might feel weird. Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe he didn't start playing guitar till he yeah. was seventeen. For some reason, I had this vision of him. Yeah, that's crazy. As like a child prodigy. Yeah, like taking a guitar apart and putting it mm -hmm. back together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> building one out of you know, yeah, spare parts. Yeah, exactly. And corn chips. It just looks. It's like that scene in a uh, Forrest Gump where Forrest like is like, like putting his like guitar together or his uh, gun together mm -hmm. blindfolded. You know, just like <laughs> done, sir. <Yeah. laughs> um, guys, get this, Queen. Rock band Queen becomes third rock band to appear on UK stamps. Ooh. How about that? Beatles, Rolling Stones? Yeah, oh, they're fine. paying tribute. Uh, Wait, no, we got Yeah, we got to guess the uh, other ones. Uh, Beatles, yeah, Herman's Hermits. Are they English? Nope. Um, <laughs> uh, the no. Ruddles. The Monkees. Uh, no. The Who? No. Spinal Tap. The, no. So not the Rolling Stones. No. Mm, the Kinks? More up your alley, Cash. Uh, the Specials. No. Zeppelin. The Clash? No, no not no. that alley. Um, no, not the Ska Alley. Not Ska <laughs> Alley. <laughs> it's Ska Boulevard. When you walk in through Ska Alley, be sure to pick it up, pick it up, the trash. Um, I don't know, the dead... All the Queen, rude boys hanging out in Scott Alley. Sorry. Uh, I just watched the thing on... The Beatles and yeah, Queen. Beatles, Queen, and... Hello? Uh, Is there anybody out the there? Streets? 
Just not if you, yes, uh, yes. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Thanks for picking up on the clue, Neil. Yeah, I'm good at You nodded, so stuff. that means you could hear me. <laughs> but it's a 13-stamp set featuring eight legendary Ooh. album covers, a classic photo of the group, and four live shots of the group. And it's uh, being released uh, July 9th and is now available for pre-order. Brian May says, it's hard to put into words what I feel when looking at these beautiful stamps. <laughs> I want him to go on and say, like, ever since we were just young lads, the idea of being on a postage stamp was all we ever really wanted. Uh, since I was a little kid, I, uh, I've i been preparing for this by putting glue in the back of my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says, since we were, we four precious boys started out on our quest 50 years ago, our lives have been devoted to making our impossible dream come true. Sometimes it's strange to wake up and realize the position we're in and uh, we are now held. We have become a national institution and nothing brings us home more now than this incredible tribute from Royal Mail. It's particularly poignant to look at this collection of images now that we're all in the world dominated by coronavirus virus in which none of this could have happened. Uh, I just know that I have an over overwhelming desire to own one of these sets. Somehow it will be the way of persuading myself that it really did all happen. I, uh, I've been, you know, I watched the trailer for the queen, uh, um, Adam Lambert, um, doc that's on mm -hmm. Netflix. And oh yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't know. This could be interesting. I maybe. And then I was talking to our friend, Tony Thaxon from over at, uh, you know, bizarre albums and the motion city soundtrack. And he said, like, uh, he's like, he kind of watched it just on a lark and then says it's really good and cried multiple times. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Cry, yes. baby. Well, uh, I mean, I'll, I I love a good rock doc and I really, I would love to see it. I just love the story of Adam Lambert. The first Queen song he ever heard was when his dad took him to go see Wayne's World. Really? And then he left the theater going, what was that <laughs> song? And his dad, like, who was like a record collector, was just like, my son, that is Queen. We got albums home. Let's go listen to them right now. <laughs> that is kind of awesome. Yeah. Nice. Um, you know how we are, uh, we've been discussing the kind of uh, the different political views of uh, Serge and John from uh, yes, System of the Down. Yes, come up. Where the drummer, John Dolman, he's oh, very, boy. very conservative and very uh, right-leaning Republican. Where uh, Serge is, of course, uh, like just a really smart, great dude, and who cares about other people? Um, uh, and but you know, we've been wondering how, like, what the, what the, uh, like, like, what's this going to be like? Are they like? Is it, has it always been this divided between them with their ideologies? Um, but Serge says um, he calls his bandmate an ally and condemns the online hate they've both received. Oh. Yeah, oh he says, my drummer and brother-in-law, John. Oh, it's his brother-in-law, uh, whom I love and respect, <laughs> irrespective of... Yeah, he's, he's just, just trying, trying to settle the family quarrels. Yeah. Can't go back to Glendale with this fucking, this heat on him. Doesn't want to make it make it weird at the next way over the top oh, wedding. Man. An Armenian wedding is the best wedding I've ever been to. It's the best wedding I've ever been to. As an I got to say, an Armenian bar mitzvah is the the craziest party I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. That they they have a yeah. A, I was a valet at a bunch at a, at a hotel for a while in my 20s, and they had a bunch of um, Armenian bar mitzvahs. And there is a special horse that they rent that only does these things that the bar or bat mitzvah uh celebrant gets on 
it rides into the ballroom where the it's being held and the horse dances to a band. It is the coolest, wow. craziest thing I've ever seen. And it's just like, it's this crazy Arabian dancing horse and it's so fun to watch. And like, it knows the song, the band knows the song. All the kid has to do is just sit there. I was like, this is, this is an awesome party. Yeah. Man, I'm sorry, that might have ruined Neil's uh, birthday. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of parties, speaking of parties, <laughs> Sammy Hagar, the Red Rocker himself, is uh, is willing to get sick and even die to kickstart the concert industry again. Hey, all you rockers ready out to there, go Sammy out Hagar from Circle. Well, okay, uh, Cash. All right. Sorry, I I heard a pause. Itchy trigger Cash. finger. I'll let I'll let you know okay. when to do it. That's a. Uh, but it's uh, because um, I, I want to say some of the things he's said before, uh, which is uh, uh, I'd be comfortable playing a show before there's a vaccine if it's declining and seems to be going away. I'm going to make a radical statement here. This is hard to say without stirring somebody up. But truthfully, I'd rather personally get sick and even die if that's what it takes. He added, we have to save the world and hit this country from the economic thing that's going to kill more people in the long run. I'd rather see everyone go back to work if some of us have to sacrifice on that. Okay. I will die for my children and my grandchildren to have a life anywhere close to the life I've had in this wonderful country. Uh, he says, that's just the way I feel about it. I'm not going to go around spreading the disease, but there may have be, there may be some time where we have to sacrifice. I mean, how many people die on earth every day? I have no idea. I'm sorry to say, but we all got to die, man. Uh, and then after that came out, he got some flack and uh, then he released this video. Hey, all you rockers out there, Sammy Hagar from The Circle. Uh, I'm just waking up. It's in the morning. I've been in lockdown for 10 days now. <laughs> um, I just want to say how serious this whole days. thing is and try to encourage you to, for once, us rockers got to go by the rules. Got to do what we're supposed to do. And the sooner we all do it, the sooner this thing will go away and we can get back to what we really do. And that's rock and roll. Well, me anyway. Can't wait for the concerts. <laughs> I'm so horny. Anyway, be safe. Wash your hands. <laughs> Go by the rules. Just for a little while. We'll be all right. Hey, all you rockers out there, say. Uh, <laughs> wow. Oh, man. <laughs> See, he would also have a hard time giving a guitar to a little tip. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, horny, horny for, for Hagar. Hagar. Uh, I just want to get it back out there rocking. So horny. <laughs> I know. H Hagar I the horny. Like, it's like here's the thing. He could be saying that like it's just like oh yeah, like you know, like I'm rare and rare and ready to go. Or it's like the only time Sammy Hagar gets laid is when he's on <laughs> tour, and he just he's like I like it's like <laughs> the music and everything is all secondary to like at least if I get out there, I can start having sex That's... again. Uh or uh, yeah like so that's uh, i can't i can't even i can't even i'll have to odd this one <laughs> Cabo wabo oh man um uh and uh <laughs> and i'm so horny it just i love it so that, when we get the soundboard uh, back and it's also like hey y'all you rockers that like really felt like uh like a, a baskin like you know from um from the uh tiger king it's like like hey all you cool cats <laughs> and kittens and rockers out there i'm so horny 
Maybe Sammy's been doing a lot of like um, private shows. Yeah. <laughs> um, no. So can't. How has he only been on lockdown for ten days? That I can't tell. I don't know. Ten days ago was like that's fucking yeah, ridiculous. He lives in Arizona. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. This Jaw Rule Papa Christo's commercial. Papa Christo's great Greek restaurant and market in uh, Los Angeles, um, and uh, and there this thing started going around of uh, Jaw Rule doing a commercial for um, for Papa Christo's. But it's um, it's a it's it's this interesting thing where uh, this has been around a while. And cash, it's, everyone thinks it's kind of a weird thing that Jaw Rule is doing, but it's actually a sketch. Uh, yeah, I believe cash. it's a sketch. I think it's um, a guy I worked with named Doug Caro, who's a Conan writer, and he wrote for uh, Black Box, Dion Cole's sketch show. He ran that. Um, he he said that he did it um, on, on Twitter. And I think it's part of, I think they're trying to do a show of, like, celebrities with green screen. And I think that this is a result of it. I don't know how old it is. But I just saw a promo for this, basically like celebrities giving back, um, sort of what celebrities are doing during quarantine. So it's changed. If people don't know what we're talking about, let's listen to it a little, a little bit. Pop Christo's got the best motherfucking gyros, gyros. You ever ate your life so? Yeah, yeah. So that's just him uh, in front of a green screen. Uh, they do look good, like good gyros. Doing... Uh, like, there have you never been to Papa Christos? I never have. Where is it? Downtown? Uh, it's like it's like Pico and something. It's kind of kind of close to downtown, kind of but no more central, I think. Uh, but on Pico, and it's uh, I remember like uh, the first time I went to it was with like uh, uh, like Aziz when Aziz uh, Ansari used to crash with me when he would come to L.A. He would um, he was, he's like, man, I just heard about Papa Christos. We gotta go. And then, like, we went down, and he's like, apparently the Papa Christo's an actual guy. And then we go there, and there's this short squat Greek man with a huge white mustache. And he's like, oh, shit, can I get a picture with you, Papa Christo? <laughs> this Star year, fucker. good. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then Papa yeah. Christo was one of the guys he ended um, Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Turns out Sammy Hagar, if he really wanted to, could uh, get his rocks off and get 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 all release his horny for rocking because in Wisconsin, there's going to be a three day outdoor new metal festival. Mm-hmm. It's a three day mini fest. I don't know why three days, which is the long side of outdoor festivals, is a mini fest. Mm. Um, yeah. But it's uh, it's. It's and it's it's got a like Static X, Nonpoint, Dope, Boba Flex, um, uh, is that Black Top Mojo, Royal Bliss? What was that? Mean? I... Boba just, Flex, uh, yeah, uh, Flaw, yeah, Boba is Flex. Is that a Star Wars um, or like a gym? Like is that is that like a combination of the two? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Or is it? Or is it a? Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. bubble tea and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bubble tea and uh, yeah. arm curls. Um, yeah, Kaleido, uh, Thunderstruck, America's ACDC. It's an ACDC tribute band. One, uh, a Metallica tribute. Sale versus me. Uh, and you know what they're calling it? 
They're calling it the Herd Immunity oh. Fest. And this is happening on July 16th and 18th in Wisconsin. Central Wisconsin School. Uh, yeah. Thinning the herd. Yeah. Immunity. Um, and so, uh, but like it says, there's going to be a special guest, Odenkirk side. And I think, um, I think we have a clip of that band uh, right now. That's not part of it. God damn it, get out of there. You want your mouth the trick out there just yeah, for that's, that. that's i'm surprised yeah. saul let him off to play that's that's it seems like it'd be an insurance yeah. risk but bob and his music yeah yeah bob and that was bob odenkirk's odenkirk inside that i'm glad again getting some more mileage out of that because i i worked on that for our uh, live show at grilla mall and i don't think it got enough i don't think i don't think it got enough yeah um uh but uh as far as that goes that is it for music news huh how about that guys that was it for music news yeah uh, let's take a break uh with treasure fleets the sun machine and we'll be right back to say goodbye Take a look. Don't- 
it seems that the space bombs are riding again on the bicycle. I am the bicycle. I am the bicycle. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Treasure Fleet. Love that band. Love that band, Treasure Fleet. They're on uh, Recess Records. Uh, and uh, yeah, that is it for the show. Um, uh, Neil, you okay? Just yeah, I'm great. Making a lot of a lot of a lot of fidgety Neil going on. <laughs> that says the sound the sound wave. I can look at it right now. <laughs> oh, oh no, I just picked up my microphone to hold. We it. used to oh. have a. Oh, we used to have a look at you! Sound drop about that. Look at me. <laughs> We're all guys. We've been doing musical Sundays at my house. We watch musicals on Sundays. Which, uh, uh, which watch? Oh, that's nice we watched Newsies last Sunday. We watched The Music Man the week before. Nice. Um, we're gonna. I think nice. What's that? You want some want some, want some scoop on newsies? No shit. My what is it? In wow. it. He was a dancer. Oh, he was a boy. He there's he was a dancer. That's really cool. Because I looked him up, I looked him up online. I was like, I wonder what who these guys are. Like when I first moved in, I was like, holy fuck. Ask him. Uh, ask him if there's he's got a particular scene that he's featured in. We we just watched it. No, come on, mm. bring a. I, I, I don't. I'll tell I you about I'm my old do that. manager's never one episode stint on Agents of Shield. That's about it. <laughs> he was on Agents of Shield. Yeah. Nah. Neil, <laughs> Cash. Neil is too busy complaining about not being able to talk to anybody. <laughs> the the people next door. Someone, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yep. Yep. <laughs> 
Um, all right. Well, no, I was just saying he's very busy hammering out a new truck bed out of all of his uh, beer empties. Truck gate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's why it's taking him so long. Yeah. yeah, we all know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's about it. If you have songs, no, no, yeah, I'm just sorry. I'm just, I'm just listening to the tunes that Neil's dropping right now. The sweet beats. <laughs> it's like, like a toddler. Like it's a like toddler a cat with an empty paper toilet roll, just room. batting yeah. at it. You, you guys are like. A, Fucking cat. You're allergic to us? <laughs> shit. Yeah. I'm allergic to you and you're taking shits indoors outside Pulling of the, the toilet. Honeys. Yeah. And everybody knows. <laughs> I always shit in the toilet. Yeah. Oh, you said shit outside the no. toilet? Neil, a Mahoney okay, is shitting yeah. in the toilet for a very long time at a place that's not your house. Yeah. We didn't nothing to really a very long time. I'm super if you have here. music you'd like to share with us. Well, that's it. That's it, for the, that's it for the show. If you have music you want to share with us or any kind of letters you want to send to us, jonahradio at gmail.com. That's R-I-Y-D-I-O. Um, just send us whatever. Send us station IDs. Send us... Uh, uh, send us stationary. Send us stationary through, through the email. Um, uh, or if you're in a band, send us the link. Uh, we like Bandcamp. Uh, that way we can easily uh, purchase the song if we play it. Um, we want to thank our associate producer, Dan Angler, for all the work he does on our social media. We want to give thanks to Asian Man Records and Recess Records for allowing us to use those songs. The Sklar Brothers for putting us on their wonderful network. Uh, Dana Lechtenberg, because I was thinking about him the other day and I miss him. And um, and I want to thank, thank you, Cash. Thank well, you I want to thank Neil. And... What? What's that? I want to. I'll just probably edit that part out then. Um, (laughs) I I, I just wanted to say I thank Cash too. Well, guess it shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. A lot of love. A lot of love going on. Not 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 too much. Just some. There's lots. There's some love going on. Uh, We're gonna end with uh, (laughs) a song by Jeffrey Lewis uh, off of his new album, which is fantastic. Um, but this is a, a song that uh, I think we, got, we could all use some of this uh, advice uh, that his uh, girlfriend has given me when you start to spin out of control. And this is called My Girlfriend Doesn't Worry by Jeffrey Lewis. Thanks, everybody. Sorry for the first episode. You know, I, love you. I love you too. My girlfriend doesn't worry about the things that always trouble me. Why are you so grumpy? Let's just both sit here quiet and calmly And you probably should be thinking first About how glad you'll be if you do some work And about our relationship My girlfriend doesn't worry About the vision Mao Zedong had for China Was agrarian reform for the better? Or is cynicism part of our culture? Why did people fight and die for their freedom? Was utopia a lie as a concept? Is the Western model really our future? Is there nothing any better to work towards? And is progress only science in action? Does it truly have a moral dimension? Was the century a dream before failure? Have we settled for this present existence? Was it only necessary for peasants? Would I really give up ego involvement? 
Is there any global movement for justice in a world of only selfish survival? Because it's obvious we're going to serve them if we accept the barbary of the system. But would I really want to work in a factory? Would I really make my art for a leader? Would now we into some of our music? Or is everything just horror and power? These are massive, giant, troubling, consuming thoughts saturating my thinking. But I think that she'll just think I'm annoying, so I won't bring it up. She says that doesn't make any sense. You should just think about your art and your friends and about our relationship. My girlfriend doesn't question the psychology of Charles Manson. What does it say about the human condition? Why are people so receptive to listen? Why is confidence alone such a magnet? And it's unfair the way that some people have it. And they seem to do the things that they want to. We all just get away with all that we can do. Because it's only sexiness that has any value. And all society just falls by the wayside. Into the hierarchy of cults and of harems. And it's genetics to be masters of victims. And does hedonism go with corruption? Why are we drawn to dramas of domination? These are massive. wonder while driving about the emptiness of human existence how can we make any decision if it's only arbitrary opinions and why should anyone have a baby create another brain of dissatisfaction if we're only biological robots with a program to just mostly feel anxious except for moments of brief distraction while fulfilling simple functions like eating while being ordered to enjoy reproducing but how can doing what you're told be fulfilling all this misery or patent delusions to just fill ourselves with comforting nonsense all terrified of seeing it clearly and then dying out with no resolution all tumbling down a mountain to nothing while feeling greedy and mean and unhappy basically a meaningless fungus obviously boring and pointless and we'll probably have a baby despite this and be responsible for someone's confusions why subject them to a long life of work or feel horrible if they should die young or feel horrible if we die and leave them the only happiness is if something's funny talk about us let's just think quiet and nice thoughts and about our relationships